Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Post Show Recaps coverage of Heartstopper. My name is Grace. I'm here with my co-host Matt. Matt, how you doing? Happy to be here and to talk about girls, girls, girls. I didn't. I was not planning on the reference to Motley Crue. Maybe girls, girls, Something. girls. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. You know, back I in believe. The day. Yep, girls. Uh, there are lots of girls songs. Yep. Girls. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Oh, that's boys. That's boys. The Britney Spears got it. Yeah. yeah. Happy to be here and doing the, the thing. Uh, heart, the heart stopper thing. Wasn't Ariel great on the last episode? Was a couple I of mean, days ago? Almost exactly it, 48 hours ago? Yes. Uh, I mean, there's a reason I podcast with him every week. Uh, he is a delight and a treat, yes. and it was so fun to have him on. It was so long ago since we since we spoke. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, let's chat about episode six called yep. Girls. Um, we open up on, as I was saying last episode, we love to end on Nick. We start on Nick uh, in this episode. Yeah. Nick searches for the best LGBT movies. Um, Olivia Coleman, his mother, suggests, why don't we watch Mamma Mia? We watched Whoa. that like four times already this year. And so she's like, okay, well, I'll make some tea and I'll come back. He's searching for movies. And she says, what about Pirates of the Caribbean? So they watch the Pirates of the Caribbean. And she's used to watch this almost every day. She has it memorized. Uh, and it, yeah, you liked it because you were in love with Kira Knightley. And it's like, no, I was not. And he's watching the scene with Kira Knightley and Orlando Bloom and sort Ooh. of fixating on on both of them uh, in some ways. In yeah. And then he's in his room later and he's searching a YouTube video about uh, this guy talking about his experience being bisexual. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, first of all, as this started, I was so thrown off. And maybe this was the intention of how they edited it. But I was like, does does Nick's mom see his phone right now? Searching yeah. for the best LGBT movies. And I think it became clear that they, they, it, it, it just happened to coincide that he was searching for best LGBT movies. As she mentioned, Mamma Mia. I don't think Mamma Mia counts, isn't it? No, 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 no. Not, I, no. I, I, I don't I can't say I've seen Mamma Mia. Only Not explicitly. No. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, this. Yeah, I thought so too that he was like searching in front of her. But I also, I, I've told the story she has a great lot. Eyes. <laughs> uh, oh. Where like uh, I did a lot on hold up and pose and some of this other LGBTQ content I've covered on podcasts where it's like, ooh, we could watch an LGBTQ movie, but like people will might think I'm gay if I if I want to watch something with like gay characters in it. So like, there's yeah. a bunch of like blind spots in my in my movie history that I have not corrected <laughs> until recently because I was just That's so worried. That's like, fascinating. Yeah, people would think I was I was uh, I was gay if I watched them, you know. Yeah, I have so many questions about what that list of movies is, but we'll get. Well, you know what? One day we'll, well you will. It'll be in the Discord probably. Uh, the list of movies that you have not gotten to. Yeah. Um, and then I remember there was yeah. relatable. Yeah, I remember there was a time too. It was I think we went to go. We were going to see a movie on Christmas Day actually, yeah. which is a bit of a unique situation for my family. Mm-hmm. And there was this new Benedict Cumberbatch movie, and I was like, oh. I like Benedict Cumberbatch. We should go see it. And my parents were like, okay. And so we went to go see this movie, and it was the Imitation Game. And I had only come out to my parents as like gay. Yeah, I don't know, maybe a year, maybe a year and a half, and then suddenly I was like realized that i accidentally taken my parents like a gay movie and i was like they're gonna think i'm like trying to like propaganda them like like don't worry (laughs) gay people aren't that bad they shouldn't be prosecuted you know the imitation game all about this like uh scientist who like helped crack the enigma code but was 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 closeted and i was like oh boy i was like it's so funny to be out and still be having like oh no we're watching a gay movie (laughs) well to be and and it's funny that they're not like hey grace uh who's your favorite character (laughs) but i mean i think the other aspect of it too is like you know you you don't have to love every gay character but i also feel like especially to your point growing up there's like the Oh yeah, that like you just just like oh yeah, the gay character was not. I I'm not gonna. Uh, there's so many examples coming up. One that came to mind. He was not confirmed gay in the movie, but I yeah. There's there's oh I have to reminisce. I feel like this. I'm gonna dive back into the well, what movies have I what characters I, you know, did I pretend I didn't like? Actually, a, a better example for me. You and I are both Survivor fans. Uh, I think a lot of there's a lot of crossover between PSR and and and, <laughs> and Robinson podcast. Yeah, and there was this thing where I, like I wanted to like root for Richard. I wanted to like root oh. for Brandon Quinton from Africa. I wanted to root for uh you know all these other LGBTQ yeah. survivors. But like I didn't want people to think I was gay. I actually remember rooting for Ooh. um. There's this guy in Big Brother, and I remember my teacher one time being like coming in and he wore a pink shirt and he did this like really effeminate. He was like, My daughter said, I'm just like, uh, I think his name was Will, maybe like W I L from a Big Brother season. I think so, but it could have been someone else. That Will, Will from like season somewhere between 11 and 14. I think it was season 14, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I could figure it out if I Googled because I could map it up when I was in grade eight, but whatever. I remember. And my teacher did this. He's like, My daughter thinks I'm like Will. And he did like the effeminate, this like effeminate dance and like, like did his hand you know like the limp hand yeah and i was just like oh i can't come out you know i can't root for that will, guy, think will hughes or yeah but it might not have been him because the timeline 14. might not map up that, oh that's <laughs> like right let's so. just pretend let's pre- i remember yeah it's the other thing i remember too is like the homophobe i think for me more than anything else because i'm thinking about what we're saying here and like the, the, the homophobia was just so entrenched too where like i'd remember watching like the mtv challenge for instance and like you know there there's a lot of there's there was always a lot of homie homophobia that popped up and so for me i was like oh that gay character isn't as cool as like the non-gay characters or else or the way they'd edit them would just be so horrible and so look there's a lot happening here but now i'm on yeah. will Huser's uh 
a Big Brother fandom page. So I'm gonna yes. close that. So, so it deep. was actually it was actually Will Wickle, but anyway, oh. we should move on from the reality oh. TV comments. He's also notable. Yeah. Um, so Tara posts a picture of uh, her and Darcy on Instagram and, uh, so she's come out uh, publicly and, uh, uh, they're all sitting at the phone. I loved uh, the table. Sorry for lunch. Darcy is very cute. She's just like, well, this is a very active conversation we're having at lunch. I was like, yeah. uh, Elle, are you looking at Timothy Chalamet's Instagram? Are you texting Tao? And I was like, Hey, what are you implying? He's like, okay, I do have a crush on Tao, but, uh, he, she knows he does not want to go out with her. Yeah, 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 and you know what? It I, I just point out the the thing that was like sad to start to see develop here was just the string of um, the comments that Tara was getting, and you know it it's interesting because mm -hmm. over the course of this episode we get a lot of the comments that other people are making to Tara. Um, in particular, which I think is interesting, because I guess she's coming out, she's not only coming out about the relationship with Darcy, but she's also coming out as opposed to Darcy, who'd been out. Mm -hmm. And so we do, I think this is the moment where there are a couple of comments, like something like, you don't look like a lesbian. Um, I think that that was the, the first comment that popped up that um, that Tara deleted. And so we're kind of starting to see, I think a couple episodes I mentioned, like, you know, one thing I hope I wish the show did more of is like actually, you know, not bathe in the trauma of that's such an a weird way to think of trauma, but like mm -hmm. not to like soak us in the trauma of the LGBTQ plus experience, but yeah. also like to give us like, oh, here are some of the negatives and i feel like we got that unfortunately through tara a lot in this episode mm -hmm. yeah yeah um so we're at the school um tau calls harry i've I, I one of the i think actually harry calls tau a dick nozzle <laughs> he's like why don't you throw something at Accurate. me like your like your last brain cell and uh tau and charlie walk by nick and, and harry him. had nothing to say no he did not because he only had one brain cell left. Yeah. So Tara's in this room at the school, seeming like a band room. She's reading the comments on her Instagram. This is where we see she's like deleting some of them. But they're like, I didn't think you you look like a lesbian or like what a waste. Uh, some of the stuff that we yeah. uh, we see so gross. Just like male entitlement that like, yeah, they could have whatever woman they want. It's so gross. Um, yeah. Darcy comes in. They cuddle in the room. This is where they had their first kiss. And uh, the teacher comes in and is like, you're late for rehearsal. And so like, I know you two want to like hang out and be buddy, buddy. It's like, wow, the only person like a five mile radius who doesn't know we're gay. <laughs> Which like re funny. I mean, very relatable, <laughs> very relatable, but also like a funny moment uh, of like the teacher not knowing which you know those are adults usually behind come on get with yeah. the program elders yeah um so we have orchestra practice and again uh, yeah. people saying like oh i didn't think you were gay and we, we get I, once again wait, wait, wait. Zed's favorite i line. never would have guessed that first of all i love zed i love zed but yes i i never would have guessed that you were gay but it's so cool and brave of you. You're so brave. You're so brave. Uh, we uh, find out that they're going to be at Truem next week. Darcy talks about, why don't they just merge schools? And she's like, I'm, I'm even saying that as like an absolute lesbian. And uh, everybody, uh, there's like giggling and people like, this is oh, no. awful, awful. They're like, they're, lesbians are so gross. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, this is yeah. like, and like you, you mentioned, this is the thing that I think is very important for people to see, to like, just see the number of ways that, um, like just the, the number of ways that homophobia shows up, but mm -hmm. it is interesting. Like, you know, we get the comments apparently from some of the, from men in, you know, who are commenting on Tara's post and we see like other um, girls in the school reacting this way. And so, and this is just a school. This is not a big, like 12, I think they mentioned somewhere that the girls school, maybe both schools together are 1200 people. I think it's so, not a lot yeah. of people either way. Mm -hmm. And the fact that this is happening there, like imagine what the, and I could feel the weight of what Tara's going through. Right. It's like, imagine what the world and life will be like when this is like only one day of coming out, like 24 hours. And it's not, yeah. not great. Not great yeah. at all. Uh, Darcy says she could throw cheese at them. She's like, why do you have extra cheese? She's like, always got to have anti-homophobia cheese, which is a, le a lesson you do learn um, when you come out at, at gay training school. They're like, Grace, make sure you have like anti-homophobia. X's and O's thing. What? Uh, no, this is different. I was wrong with like X's you and O's, but hold on, uh, at you know when we you know when we went to gay training school, Matt, I you remember, do remember like, they, that. they tell you make sure you have anti-homophobia cheese. Tara has not gone yet uh, to learn huh. about the, you know, to learn about the um, homosexual agenda. Um, you know, we didn't have cheese. We you just didn't have milk. cheese. Milk and mayo. Milk, anti-homophobic <laughs> milk. Wow. And mayo. And mayo. Yeah. Wow. Hey, you mix up in the giant. Wow. Okay. Just throw it at people. I yeah. don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what what, they, what happened. But I was never a big cheese. Actually, I was never a big mayo person. But mayo is more gross than cheese. I love mayonnaise. So see, yeah. Uh, I, I have no word. I'm speechless. Yeah. Should I put yeah. a disclaimer that the there's no gay training school? There's no uh, homosexual agenda. Wait, should what? I like? Should I should I put a disclaimer? What are you? So that people don't think. It, it, otherwise, people I are take went this to you... school. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. We'll move forward. I'll edit all that that out. Just so <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, there's no gay gay home. Wait. What's it called? Gay the gay agenda. School? The homosexual agenda. <laughs> Gay training school, that, you know. Gay training school doesn't exist. It didn't exist when we were growing up, but I feel like they're definitely, like, unofficially, if you search gay training school, there's probably a good, like, BuzzFeed listicle of movies to watch or something. Probably, yeah. A uh, letterbox list. Uh, okay, oh. so uh, uh, this is cute. Nick and Charlie laying on a blanket. Nick's like, how did you know you were gay? And Charlie's like, I just always knew. Like, it's always been boys. Uh, like, he didn't understand it when he was a kid, but. <laughs> figured it out it's and, always uh, been boys i just love <laughs> charlie yeah. has so many little lines that are like that is such a great way to say what you're saying yeah uh he's like i'm assuming you didn't feel that way and nick's like no not as a kid um and Charlie says you don't have to figure it out right now and nick says sorry for being confused and uh she's like stop apologizing that's the thing you tell me to do to stop doing all the time uh -huh. and charlie holds his hand he's like would kissing help we could kiss maybe that would help and yeah. um uh nick is like oh i see what you're doing and then they're about to kiss but people walk by with a dog and nick's like i'm yeah. sorry and charlie super supportive is like don't be sorry the only thing i'll say about this is that the for me it was just interesting that it was a dog barking walking by because one i immediately knew that wasn't imogen's dog and so <laughs> it was not her walking by. wow yes but i'm just like i, I was just gonna yeah. say i that that did cross my mind because i'm like whose dog could it be um but i think just the fact that 
someone was coming by and you know someone was with an eye shot obviously affected nick but he was aware of it this kid is so freaking self-aware gotta love nick nelson double n um you know i i love that he's so so aware to be like ooh, that's that internalized whatever uh, you know this felt i don't know somewhere this felt very reactionary of like it did oh oh, i can't like they don't know these people who who cares no well like i mean I say, who cares? Uh, yeah, these people could be like well, super homophobic and like uh, get mad, like, they could, like or, or like assault, like I, I, I I'm yeah. joking, but That's like there point. is like, there, you know, there is this fear of like, uh, being yeah, like, like obviously I'm very, I think my like reaction there is like actually fairly privileged, even like yeah, you know, I I constantly in the world and like uh still trying to navigate after being out for a long time as a trans person like um well, you know violence against trans people and like i'm not even i i have many i have privilege in a way that like i'm i'm a white trans person like uh black uh indigenous people of color uh who are you know trans women specifically are like the highest rate of violence so like yeah i like i'm joking but then i got super serious i'm like no that was yeah. fr- that was freaking yeah. educational grace no. that was beautiful i think like the only thing i would add is that i didn't even think about it in the sense that so what i was thinking about was or imagining was ooh nick thinks it might be some like the gut reaction is it's someone i know and then our secret's going to get out there but you know the point that you also brought up of like oh this is just another person there who might see us cuz he didn't go to immediately making out you know at that point when people were around and so i think it does lean more toward like the yeah, we just don't feel comfortable in front of any everyone at this point, which we've kind of, we've, which we've seen. But I always kind of, have, I've thought like, oh, they're looking out for like their friends at school or the people at school because they don't want them to know. When it's like a lot deeper than that, and um, you're totally spot on. Yeah, even after it came like, out, it was still like I was not totally like I, I, you know, I uh, no, yeah, like every interaction, I'm like constantly, you know. I mean, much, there's a almost. reason. Yeah, yeah, there's a reason, like, I mean, like, we both live in, like, two uh, very, very, um, like, yeah. g- great places for, L- uh, for like, queer people to live, you know, and in Washington, D.C., and Toronto, and it's, like, there's a lot of privilege with that, but, um, you know, you don't know what they're going through, but, yeah, Nick is, Nick is going, going through it here, and that it's, yeah, hard to watch. The more we talk about it, I'm like, damn, so sad for Nick, and for Charlie. Yeah, I remember weirdness. I remember going to a Blue Jays game with my partner at the time. Yeah. And we went to go get um <sighs> uh, drinks and Lily was like, Yeah, oh, you your siblings. <laughs> like who said no, that? you have the her ID. Person... <laughs> yeah, the person's concessions. Service. Yeah. But then like we get I got like defensive and then I was like, Oh shit. Like, why am I the only reason to be defensive was that like I don't want people to assume that this is my my sibling, yeah. certainly. Well, but then also, I'm like, oh shit, do I have to like out myself now to like make the point that like why is this em- why why am I like defensive and why do I think like it's embarrassing that you said that yeah. because we're like seeing each other like. But then I was like, oh shoot, now I have to like out myself uh, if I want to like say why this was like so yeah. like egregious is the wrong word. I wasn't angry, but I was like, no, 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 no. No, but like the only reason I yeah. get defensive about that is, you know, pro- like unless I just didn't like the person. There. <laughs> like, See, there's a lot of privilege in like I even just think of my own experiences where I think you know, it, it, while living in Washington D.C., like going to college here, having like come out while living here, and it's like I think people often assume that way more people are 
queer than actually mm. are. Mm. Um, and, and at least that's been a lot of my experiences here. So, you know what, there's, there's a lot of privilege that comes with, with um, that. It's not always the case, especially when you're other places, but I'm like appreciating, <laughs> appreciating the flip of the dynamic of, are you siblings? I have not received an, are you siblings? Um, anyway, uh, Nick watches more videos is watching this video. The same guy was watching before and talking about like, people think that you have to make a choice. You don't have to make a choice. It can be both at the same time. You can be interested in men and women. Um, yeah. yeah. And by the way, like the, the and I, I, well, one, I like this for Nick. I love like, you know, the, the fact that there's a YouTuber, YouTube video, all of this kind of like this learning only critique you know and maybe maybe the, hopefully there are other youtubers that nick could watch and hear from nick is very big on like and i you know what i guess i could relate to this a lot like turning to the internet to navigate your queerness though i mean we did have youtube just not in the way that the the, the youths do now and um good for good for him that he's using those resources and figuring things out yeah i use uh i use google all the time i watch youtube and i like Same. you know something in my apartment breaks but yeah Same. And, and you know what and when i was trans i watched a ton of uh trans actually you know again we've talked a lot on these uh, podcasts about being reality tv fans and uh, uh jules who yeah. was on the late the last season of big brother canada not the one that's currently airing uh, somebody who i watched for years on youtube wow. as like a an open trans person who was like talking about her experience and i was like whoa she's on she's on big brother she's on big brother canada uh, it was very cool um so like yeah it's like funny i i both lived in a world in which like that didn't exist and then i very much live in a world like i came out as trans at the time or like i very yeah. much needed the youtube like experience yeah, so, yeah. um Charlie's going to go to band rehearsal. Uh, Nick can't believe he gets the whole day off. And it's like, sometimes playing an instrument pays off. Um, Nick would like to come to the concert. And Charlie is so cute. He's like, you really don't have to come. He feels like he's doing it out of like obligation or like some weird reason. Um, Charlie goes and sets up his drum kit and Tara comes in and says, hi, just how, uh, mm. uh, uh, sorry. Uh, Nick. Nick starts telling a story about, um, you know, his friendship with Charlie. And so Tara asks him about him and Charlie. And he's like, actually it's going really well. We're like, actually going out uh, please don't tell anyone yeah um and she's like funny how um, things turn out um it's yeah. like uh yeah because they they had kissed a, a three years ago um and then nick says are you and are you and darcy out and says yeah uh, uh yeah and as she's sort of starting to talk about it darcy does scare her with the trumpet which is cute a callback to the yeah episode. that was look i was not i was i was not i did not think that was cute i was startled <laughs> Oh, I'm easily startled sometimes yeah, at most of the time, you know. Yeah. And then the uh, Tara says, well, we have to go, but do you want to meet for lunch? They're going to meet for lunch later. This is, I love, I love this scene Me because too. again, it's like my heart was warming with Nick's queer friend circle expanding and expanding and expanding. Just yep. like, I think especially from the perspective of just knowing how important it is to you know, you're well, one navigating as a queer person, but also how important it is. It's like your mental health, just to have those support systems around you and to not be as isolated. And so it's also beautiful that Nick is like, okay, I know I could tell, I could tell Tara. And I really, it's also cool thinking back a few episodes where, you know, she came out to him and about their relationship. And so I'm, like it felt like a safe 
space to share and i'm glad that nick actually followed his heart and shared with tara that was ooh, yeah sweet super cute love that uh, yeah so they're hanging out having lunch they see Harry and tower arguing again this won't stop oh, uh, yelling at each what... other yeah, this was a moment uh, they overheard Harry saying, you, you're having lunch with your boyfriend today? And Tao said, no, I'm waiting for your mom, mom. actually. Tao, Tao Do your mom jokes in the show. Me. Tom grows. Tom. Tom. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on. I'm never going to get there. Tao, grow Tao really is like constantly growing on me. I think just like. Some of us know, knew he was a seed that would grow into a flower the whole time. Man. I did not see it. But I think it's just like, you know, his ability to, he always comes with a good comeback in the back pocket. And you have to appreciate that in high school. Like, yeah, shut them up. Because Harry has nothing to say. Uh, Maybe it's because he's secretly 10 years old. Yeah, Which might be more of your baby. theory than mine. He's <laughs> baby. He literally has nothing to he say. He might as well be on the HBO show, The Baby. Oh, that's mm-hmm. that is a show. I, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's an HBO show called you. The Baby. A woman ends up with a baby that she didn't think she was going to have. She has a baby. Just ends just like, just like, no, that's the. <laughs> I didn't know. I like like every time I like give the premise of a show. Like right now, I was like, so it's Star funny. Wars is set in space, and there I can tell you, it's and you're like, spoiler. spoiler. I, I know spoiler. what Star Wars is, but I don't know about the baby. Which I know, is, but he's confused with the baby. I'm I'm spoiling people equally as much. And less so than trailers do, I feel like. So, no, oh, yeah. that's a whole other cut. Co- yeah, 1000 percent. I guess yeah. we could agree on that. High yeah. five, Grace. High five. Nice. Uh, okay, so uh, they're sitting in and chatting, and Nick says, like, you know, I'm not out yet. And they ask him, well, do you want to be? He doesn't know. Uh, he doesn't I actually love that know. Question, what... By the way, I, re- yeah, I like sure. that they were asking. Yes. Uh, he doesn't know what his sexuality is. And Darcy says, that's okay. It took like six times. It took me to kissing like uh, Tara six times for like her to come out. And he's like, mm. actually two, but whatever. And um, Darcy suggests they go on a double date. Um, and they're walking towards practice. And I love this from Tara saying like, don't feel like you have to come out to you ready. Uh, people will see you differently. Um, and he asked her like, mm-hmm. are you definitely gay? Uh, like in we, front of like, Darcy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like, you know, we kiss and I, you know, I thought I liked you. And she's like, well, actually the kiss was what made me realize I definitely was gay. <laughs> he's like, happy to help. And, um, <laughs> Nick says they're the first people he's told, uh, about his relationship oh, with Charlie. Yeah. And she says, does it feel good to have told someone? And he says, yeah, he waves at Charlie. Oh, it's okay. mm, I love it. I love it. And I love, I don't know. I just, I know it's just a conversation, but I love the role of like questions from Tara in this situation. I think even just being like, Let's reflect on that, Nick. Like, does it feel... And even just that moment where he verbally would say, like, yeah, it felt good is kind of cool. Because he's walking away from that, like, oh, maybe this feels good to tell a lot more people at yeah. different points. Um, I mean, like, I love this whole thing. I, I And, you know, yeah. I think some of your, your comments about, like, Charlie is maybe trying too much to keep it a secret. Yeah. Uh, like, he, you know, he's like, uh, you know, almost like feeding into it a little bit too much. Like, you know, Tara's pretty subjective here in terms of yeah. like whether she cares whether Nick is out or not. Um, and it doesn't matter what his sexuality is, mm-hmm. you know, to her. Um, and so I, I love this. She's like, don't come out to your ready. And I, and I, and I yeah. love the way that this, the next line, when she says people will see you differently. 
I think it's so important to put in here. I think especially for mm -hmm. young kids who are going to watch this to think that th there's ways in which, I mean, the show is like shown like people bullying people for homophobia. Like they're not shying yeah. away from some stuff, but it has been a pretty uplifting and hard thing. And I just think like stating a fact like this, which is entirely true that people will see you differently. Um, you know, there are people who will like distance themselves from you. Yeah. Um, you know, I often think for me, I'm, I'm very, again, I'm going to use the word privilege again. I'm very privileged to have never, um, or, or not had very many times when someone will say something homophobic or transphobic to my face. Um, yeah. I've been very lucky with that, but I, I do have to imagine that there are people who have said things behind my back, you know? Yeah. And like, that just is like, is the reality that like not everybody sees you as equal, equal once you come out. And again, we were talking last episode about like in an ideal world, that would not be the case. People could come out and people like it would change nothing um, about how people perceive you because like it would be an accepted reality that people um, are gay and that they're worthy of value and love. It unfortunately is the case that there are people in the world who do not believe that. Um, yeah. And that's just a truth about being LGBTQ. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, I think it's important also to, and I, I you know, the thing that maybe, um, and again, this is from a place of privilege at time, you know, but like being able to cut people out and just be like, sorry, you can't be in my life. Like I, I grew up with so many people in, again, in my all boys prep high school, which like, was a very conservative it's funny because i i wouldn't have realized it was a conservative like such a conservative environment except we did these like mock elections and like it was like 75 percent uh did not did not vote for obama back in the day so it was like we're this is who we are and then there were all the jokes and like comments and like you kind of have to realize at times when it's important to protect your peace too with people and just to be like, yeah, I'm not going to give you the opportunity to try to be part of my life. If you're someone who's not, uh, you know, not open and inclusive and accepting in those ways. So yeah, it is interesting to see like our experiences. I, wait, I'm, I'm totally writing a review for the podcast right now, Grace. It's interesting yeah. to see Matt and Grace's experiences contrasted with the show and how yeah how uh their experiences as olds relate to um this young person show but well i like you know i think that here that like people will see you differently like totally i'm gonna i'm gonna share a story about my mom that like i i'm not sure i've ever talked to my mom about it. I've, I've told some friends about this like story mm -hmm. and i think it's like it you know i'm very lucky that this is probably to me the thing that my mom has said that hurt me more than anything else if my mom is listening yeah. i love you very much mother but uh she said this thing where uh, just based on like, I have this old, I have an older brother, uh, Drew, who is my favorite person in the world. He's just the best. And he had asked me to be in his wedding and to be at the time, his best man. And eventually then I said, you know, well, actually I'm trans and you know, whatever. And he's like, okay, you can be my best person. You'll be my best you know, friend. You will be, you, you'll be up there beside me. Like it's not mm. going to change and yeah. dress however you want, be whoever you, you, you are like yeah. be yourself be up there standing next to me when I get married to, you know, his wife. And I was talking to my mom and I had to break it to my mom that like at Drew's wedding, I was going to like be in a dress and have my makeup done and have my hair done and whatever. And my mom was so worried about it. And particularly, I think that my mom and I am someone who worries about my image a lot and how people perceive me. And I'm an overthinker. My mom's an overthinker. And I think immediately my mom was like, Oh wow. People are going to like see us like as, as a family unit and there's some people who don't 
think right. that like being trans is like again that you're worthy of love and value and so we're gonna to some people we're gonna be a weird family and right. and so my mom said in this in this in, I was like, I'm going to do that. Mm. I, I, and I, I know it's going to be hard for you, but I want to do it. And she said, it's just hard because it's the, it's going to be the only normal wedding <laughs> in our family. And I was like, mom, why, why will my wedding not be normal? Which like, I actually don't really want a normal wedding. And when I get married, it'll be queer and weird and whatever. Which like, but that's, that's not related to your queerness, but I mean, it's related. Yeah. But so, like, so, so you know, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So I, I like, I didn't really say anything, but I was like in my, in my head, my mom had like, it's again, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm saying this is like the thing yeah. that my mom said that hurt me the most. And I, I don't yeah. think we've ever really talked about it since. And I don't yeah. think she actually believes that now we, it was so me being trans was so new to her at the time, um, which is why she was like, it was unexpected that like by the time we got to my brother's wedding, like that I would be ready to do to do that probably, I think, for my mom. And so, yeah, we had this where like she her she had thought at a, at a time that like, Oh, I'll have these kids. And then they'll have like normal, they'll, they'll be men and they will marry women and they'll have mm -hmm. babies that are like biologically theirs. And like in a moment that like all changed. And like, there was this way that this was happening that like my mom was like, I hate the like grieving thing, but in a way she yeah. was like, I, I she, I don't think she can grieve me, but she can grieve the idea she had about what my right. life was going to be like. And I think that, right. that is, that is fine. 1, and so 000%. that was like the way of her telling me, that, that that was happening in a way that like kind of sucked at the time, but like, whatever, mm -hmm. I forgive her. I love her. Um, mm -hmm. But like, yeah, yeah, people's people treat you differently. People will view you differently because it's not, you know, norm. It's not uh, the same, you know? So, yeah. And yeah. it's, it's, and, and thanks for sharing that. And wow. I think, and, and shout out to Grace's mom. Um, She's I, podcast I, on Posha Recap. So yeah. I, I just I went her. back to, I went back to the, 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 your mom jokes in the, in yeah. The don't show. say my, no, my mom jokes, <laughs> but other than that, you know, you know, hope that she appreciates those. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I think it's, I think that there's a, like, there's a lot, well, there's a lot there that I think also just has to do you and you totally mentioned this, but it's like, what has been established as normal, like one thing I think about with parents and I think about this with, with my mom, especially, which is just like, you know, there's definitely a protective aspect at, too. So there's like the aspect of like, I want normalcy, but also a fear of like, cause it even sound like what you're saying with your mom's example, like that'll be the weird wedding. What will, and then there's like, what will other people think? How will other people react? And so, you know, it's so sad, but like one thing I say is, or often think is like, people are really doing the best that they can. Right. And like, and sometimes that is insanely harmful, but people are doing what they think is right. And what they think is the best thing they can, you know? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, we jumped to, mm. um, uh, Charlie's sitting on his bed. Corey's at the door. Uh, he's we like, you her. can't be. I love Tori. Tori's great. Uh, like, you can't be here. Nick is coming over. Like, oh, I didn't realize you were in a committed relationship. And Charlie just keeps saying, shut up. He's like, not ready to tie the knot. Like, shut up. Uh, uh, they yeah. have a great uh, sibling relationship where they like very clearly love each other, but they can like poke and prod at each other. I, yeah. yeah, I could relate. I could relate to Charlie so much in this moment because one of my older sisters is definitely like like this. Where at the time, I think I would I was just like, this is mortifying and embarrassing, and like these nudges. It's like don't don't pay don't point attention to me yeah. not yeah. being out in this situation. But at the I like I love it because she really 
like clearly cares for him and they have a strong relationship even though there might be that awkward weird sibling thing with the teasing and i don't know i, lo- I love her here yeah uh so charlie uh nick knocks at the door charlie rushes out of uh off his bed to go answer the door they're lying uh, on the on the floor doing their homework and yeah. nick catches charlie staring at him like you were you were definitely staring at me and uh nick tells charlie he told tara that they were actually going out and charlie is so excited he says you're amazing he kisses him and then he's like i didn't force you to do, like checking in like you didn't do this because like you felt like wow. forced, right? Like, because yeah. I'm out that you felt like you needed to be out. And he's like, no, I really wanted to. And so Nick, uh, this is uh, very cute. They're kissing. And then they're at the door. Nick says, you know, okay, like I'm going to come to the concert. He's like, uh, you don't have to. He just wants to support Charlie. Uh, and then he tells him, you know, actually Taryn and Darcy had this idea of like, we go on a double date. Uh, like you want to do it. And uh, Charlie's like, I've never been on a date before. And Nick says, me neither. He's like, do you want it? He's like, yeah uh and so they say goodbye very cutely uh and then charlie like dances inside the door and it's it's so cute it's the best they're on a date they're on a date this is and like the setup of what i for i don't even want to hold us back from like getting into how this all unfolded because this was like this was next level but out you know it i think like i don't understand this is like one thing that I'm I'm still trying to wrap my head around with the show. It is that like they're they're both so new to all of this, and yet they're mm-hmm. doing such a good job, <laughs> like navigating all of it. Well, I love it. I mean, that's I mean, it's yeah. like a perfect little show, right? Like that's what it's you know. Again, I talk about like the exactly. show is trying to be simple. It's trying to like mm-hmm. be heartwarming. It's, it doesn't want to be a tragedy. You know, it's so cute. They, it's great. Th- yeah, they make it easier for people who are watching to do the right thing. Or like, again, yeah. oh my God. Wow. Wait, representation matters. Okay, yeah. fifth time probably yeah. of this episode. But, you know. Well, let's take a quick commercial break. We come back. We'll chat through the rest of the episode. Okay, we are back. There's a group chat between the four people who are going on the double date. And uh, they decide, hey, you know, Ellen Tao kind of into each other. I love Nick being mm-hmm. like, they're dating? He's like, no, but they like each other. And yeah. uh, what if we make it a triple date? And uh, Darcy calls themselves, we're such meddling little gays. I love it. Yes, so we love a good meddling gay. Meddler. Bit. Yeah. Bet I think them wearing leather. <laughs> bet meddler. Med- <laughs> I said bet Medler, I know. That's wrong. Bet, bet Medler. What if, again, I had my, the confidence of my exes and those take to just say, no, her name is Met Bidler, guys. I don't know if you know. Like, everybody mispronounced it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I wouldn't, I, it, it makes sense. Yeah, it's Met Bidler. Um, Met Bidler. Yeah. What a good name. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sometimes I wix up my merds. No. Uh, oh. Oh. All right. Okay. So, Tao meets oh. L. And uh, he dances towards her. This is very cute. Okay. What, what? You just want to move This past? is another moment. No, I just have to say, okay. this is another moment that I loved uh, yeah. from Tao. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the Ooh. twerking. We should have bought, you, you, yeah, yeah, bought yeah, Tao yeah, stock yeah. in the beginning. Uh, I, we really should have. Because it's honestly, rising. It yeah. was so, I don't, look, it, he can't help himself. And I love that for him. Yeah. Uh, he's dancing. He's like twerking. And then she they does do the, the little fishing. Fish, fish hook thing. Like, yeah. Uh, and they and they hugged and 
And Dad's so, like, what are you doing here? Like, I thought I was just bribed to come to Charlie's boring concert. <laughs> this is, uh, uh, they all get milkshakes. Tao says, do you yeah. do any like film songs, like anything for movies? And they're like, yeah. He's like, okay, great. It won't be boring. And uh, Charlie's like, how dare you? Like, you thought it was going to be boring? He's like, I came because I'm a supportive friend. And, and then Elle <laughs> is like, no, he only came for the milkshakes, actually. And he's like, I told you that in confidence. I think this whole exchange is so cute. It's so great. It is. Yeah. It is. And it's interesting because like they are, I don't know. Well, we, there is the, the Tara Darcy situation um, and their relate their relationship, I should say. But I mean, and this is kind of a point that you've made before about Tao and L. like it would be so interesting to see like how their relationship kind of shaped up, how far it goes back, what that's looked like, because they're, yeah. they they go together they're good together well we do get they uh darcy says how did you guys become friends yes and she yes. says well i was friends with charlie first and Tao came along as a package deal and again he's right. like how dare you like you know i'm i'm a catch in my own right uh and darcy calls them a cute pair um and yeah. uh everybody i think except Tao realizes it's awkward and yeah, a little uh, he's like by darcy yeah, he's like, well, we're going to get a second round, right? And so uh, Charlie and Nick go to get everybody's second round of milkshakes. Two milkshakes? That's a lot of milkshake. Two milkshakes bring all the boys to the yard? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a lot, though. I would have a, I would have a, that's a lot of dairy on the stomach and chocolate and sugar, and it'd be a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. Yeah. We can um, talk about dairy in another. Uh, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll talk after off podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, they're getting the other drinks, Nick and Charlie. Uh, Charlie thinks that the bubblegum flavor is a crime. Uh, and so it is. Nick, yeah, I like bubblegum as a kid and I like like cotton candy ice cream. But I, I have since, you know, you know, my favorite ice cream flavor is strawberry. So I'm I'm boring. Oh, I'm allergic to strawberry ice cream. Yeah, to strawberries. You know Oh, strawberries. That's sad. That sucks. I'm sorry. Is it though? I mean, it is sad. But what's really sad is if someone sends you chocolate, like Nutella covered strawberries, because I'm allergic to nuts also. So really trying to take me out. Do you know what though? It's uh, because like uh, if we're ever together and like we're, you know, there's a fruit tray and there's a bunch of strawberries. I I don't have to worry that you're going to eat all the strawberries. I get the strawberries and you can have whatever fruit that I don't like, you know? I think I'll just pass honestly because on the whole fruit tray. Yeah, it's just not even worth it at this point. And you know what? I I would go with like a, you know, basically I do like a good like chocolate milkshake, you know, a good basic, but even a vanilla. I think I had a vanilla milkshake a couple weeks ago. It was good. Wait, can there must be yeah. a way that for you to have at somehow can you, is every strawberry milkshake like for sure uses strawberry? Oh. Like I feel like we're in a day and age where like it actually yeah. contains zero percent strawberry. No, this is a wise question because I've had like strawberry things, like definitely like strawberry fruit snacks that don't have strawberry in right. them, and I right. did not have much reaction. But do you so. like strawberry? Are you just like totally out of? Well, the no, flavor? I'm not. You know. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not okay. into that. Interesting I'm not into that. Yeah, no, I'm anti-strawberry, and they're coming for me. You know, that's part of it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when you know you're, I don't know. Let me try to. You're the enemy of your enemy is your friend, and in this case, the enemy of my friend together. Is, is also my friend because I love strawberries. Yes, so. yes, yeah. that's it. Um, we'll go. <laughs> So Nick tries uh, uh, Charlie's flavor. And he's like, wow, this is delicious. And Charlie's like, I know, I make good choices. And he's like, well, we should Ooh. swap or share. Sharing is the official rule of dating. And they're cute here. They're like, we should go on a date, just us. And he's like, okay, yeah, that would be fun. 
Um, yeah, and yeah. Charlie is apologetic about this idea. I do feel like lots of stories. Yeah, you know, this to me felt like an un like a like you don't need to apologize for suggesting you go on a date. I know I'm Canadian, and so I I probably yes. say Maury Mo Mo Mor- <laughs> boy. Uh, Maury is Matt a Midler. great sh- uh-huh. actually it's not a great show it's Porimovich. Uh, um <laughs> I probably say sorry more than the average individual but I also just think I said this on one of the early pods that like I feel like there's such a way in which like being LGBTQ can often yeah. feel like you're being an inconvenience and that you're messing up and I think specifically here like Charlie is worried that he's putting too much pressure on Nick to like come out when he's not ready and so I think all the stories here is like really want warrant it like not warrant it but I think it's yeah. good writing in the sense of like this feels incredibly relatable at least to me personally yeah. but yeah and I mean it's a good reminder to me too and it's it's just a good reminder of like there are so many things that make you feel like you're, you're an inconvenience to people as a young queer person so yeah. it starts early people yeah uh darcy tells a story about how she and tara got together um and then she's like explaining like you know like you should be good friends with the person you're dating that's why tara and i work out so well See, and very clearly implying that like tau yes. and l being good friends could be could be in a relationship and when it's awkward uh immediately nick and charlie are like without knowing they're like tau can you come help us move carry, carry over the glasses and so mm-hmm. he gets up and immediately I was like, what are you two doing? Like you're setting us up, but like you, I didn't ask you to do that just because you folks are, doesn't mean I want to share all my secrets. Uh, she's had to deal with enough changes in her life mm-hmm. recently. Sharing stuff doesn't always mean for the better uh, is what Tara says, which Darcy gets a little bit of a look um, because yeah, yeah, Tara's been reading these messages on Instagram. Yeah, I know it is. It is um, interesting, but also sad to see how Tara's like, experience just with the response to coming out is very much informing how she's interacting with others how she's giving advice to or responding to because we saw the thing with nick where she's she's the one to point out like they will you know they will treat you differently and so on and so forth and so yeah this is oh it's for of all people it's just hard to watch tara um go through this episode even though it's like not that dark in the moment the more that i think about it the more depressing it is yeah so tau approaches charlie and nick and he's sort of getting like boxed out a little bit because they're like chatting and super into each other mm-hmm. it's super awkward and he's like oh hey uh, and they're totally silent and he's like hey i'll just grab the last two you two can go head back and um they sit back down at the table and they're uh talking about uh you know, oh, so Alice is like, did you know that like we were like Tao and I, you're trying to set a, a Tao and I, and it's so cute. Nick is like, well, we just thought it'd be fun if it was like a triple date. And like, you know, Ooh, there's like Terry and Darcy minute. and then Ellen and Tao. And then she like, it's like, you two are together. And she was like, yeah. And it's so cute. She's like, I'm so excited for you, uh, Charlie. Nick, I'm also excited for you. But like, you didn't have to like witness all yeah. the intense pining for months uh-huh. for like all this time. Uh, it's so cute. And so then he's like, do Tao and Isaac know? Sorry, uh, L asked, do, do Tao <laughs> yeah. and Isaac know? He's like, well, Isaac, I think, guessed immediately. And he gave us some antiseptic wipes, I think, and figured it out. <laughs> I guess that's the implication. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, so it's just Tao who doesn't know. And he Aww. says, I'll tell him, but I just need to find the right time. And L says, come on. Like he, so he's the only one who doesn't know. And he sits back down. And he says, do you all know that the concert starts in 15 minutes? And so they all chug their milkshakes through a straw. Oh, you know. Go- I feel so set, sad 
sorry for Tao in this moment because he's the one who doesn't know. He's kind of the and one who most needs to know in, in some exactly. way. Exactly. And it's yeah. unfortunate too because he like he's so in exactly like he's so invested, but it's just sad because he doesn't want to be the guy who you can't tell that you're in a relationship, but kind of based on like the interactions that he's had, Charlie and Nick, maybe more Charlie didn't feel comfortable telling him already. And so it's sad because you like, if you're the friend who wants to be the supportive friend with any secret and your friend doesn't feel comfortable telling you like that actually kind of hurts too. And so I, we're getting, we're going to get to a place I'm sure where we see that emotional moment between Tao and Charlie, but it's rough. Cause he, Tao, I, as much as I've kind of dragged Tao and he deserves it a lot. Um, but it's it, it just like, I, I feel like I, he has such a warm heart, which you see, which is why he speaks up and why he's fighting for Charlie. And, you know, I, I almost was surprised that he didn't feel comfortable telling Charlie here. Yeah, I guess they, I mean, it feels, I think this feels the most writery of like, let's have a special moment. Yeah. Like, I think the milkshake moment is cute and Nick being like the one to tell Elle that like, oh, it's actually a triple date. I think is really cute. And then let's yeah. save the Tao and Charlie scene for a future episode, which I, I'm very excited mm-hmm. for because I do think it's going to like, Tao, I think it's going to be very excited for Charlie and his walls, like his, the defensive, that the defenses that he's built up, I think are totally going to come crashing down um, yeah. in, in one of these two last episodes. And I'm actually like very excited for it. And so while I kind of feel like, yeah, I felt like, why don't you just tell him when you come sit back down um but at the same time I, yeah I, I i i kind of want it to have its own yeah. moment and so i mean i'm i'm excited for the two of them to have a, a chat i'm excited for that scene i also get it though too because i've totally um i could totally think of di- just different situations where there's like that one person who's not really in the loop on a relationship or on a crush or on the secret and there's a reason for that um and so yeah yeah never tell uh so they mm -hmm, they head to the concert uh very cute el and tau share earbuds and el says i really love you and tau says i love you too and again i think the thing we're talking about last episode this like platonic relationship they have with each other like i I, like el i don't even think el is saying i love you in a romantic way in this moment and and i certainly don't think we've got no indication that like Tao is seeing this yet so I think that he's saying it very platonically and it's very cute and again like a thing that like I don't know like I had a lot of male friends before I came out as trans and not many of them are like I mean I've said I love you to my friends but I don't think a lot of them were like and again we're not in high school so it's different but like yeah or not my relationship isn't like this with my you know straight male friends that I had before I came out so I I just love seeing this yeah and I I would say too like even you know even for me like with with I mean, with my closest, you know, straight friends or even with my closest friends in general, like we'll say, I love you. But even there's still a lot of dis. there's still, you know, like masculinity is still what it is at times. So a lot of people don't feel comfortable with that emotional warmth and saying, I love you. And, um, you know, it's a thing. It happens. I'm glad that they have the relationship where they could say that to each other, though. It's it's cool. More of us yeah. should do that. Tell me you love me. Oh, I love that you, was Matt. corrected to the oh that oh. was oh, oh 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 yeah with five star review that was more. I'm actually gonna go back <laughs> and re-edit that moment. So I actually said I love you, Olivia Coleman. Uh, where wait no before. sorry. Right now I feel really hurt. All right, uh, there is what a tragedy. 
Uh, so Tara and uh, Darcy get back into band practice. Yes. Uh, everybody gets into band practice. Uh, uh, and the girls are gossiping about Tara. <sighs> um, so she leaves yeah. and Darcy follows. And there was yeah. a comment right before that that I caught, which I think is why Tara left, when one of the girls or one of the classmates said, don't look at her, you'll catch the lesbian disease. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. One of uh, way too mm-hmm. many comments. One yeah. of way too many homophobic comments yeah. that she received in this episode. And so Tara's upset, Darcy follows, but we do get this cute moment where Nick helps Charlie set up and then he holds his hand yeah. again to like teach him how to play drums. It's so cute. He's like, I'm glad you came. I thought you were just trying not to be rude. And Nick says, I just like being with you. And he says, I know, but like if we hang out this much, we've been hanging out a lot, people might start to like assume we're together. And I, you know, I, I would worry about like people making fun of you. And he's like, uh-huh. you know what? I've been researching bisexuality. I think that's me, he says. Uh, but he's not sure. And Charlie smiles. They're very cute here. Charlie, Charlie's reaction, though, was something that I could very, that I, I, I felt his reaction because he was kind of smiling, didn't have anything to say. And this is something that I could relate to, like, as, it's funny because, like, as, I'll say as a bisexual person, but it's like, we've talked about labels on this podcast and just how like complex they are. Like one thing that I've definitely felt is like in talking with like you turn to straight people for support and they don't get it, but you can also turn to queer people for support or gay people for support and they don't get it. It's like, I I felt that a little in the moment where it's like Charlie didn't have the words or the language or whatever to support nick in that moment and that was okay because his reaction was fine but you know if you're nick and or at least i could see myself in nick's shoes wanting more and not getting that in in the moment yeah that's fair um so the teacher is looking for darcy and tara because they're not there um and they went to the room where they had their first kiss because they wanted some peace and quiet um and darcy accidentally locks them in which is a callback to earlier uh that the door does not uh can, can lock from uh it's only openable from the outside. That was um, so specific, by the way, because I didn't realize that until they actually got locked in. It's like, oh, yeah. wait. Yeah. Yes. Um, there's no signal in the room. No. And so Darcy's like, can tell something's up with Taryn. She's like, you know, please talk to me. And and Tara's saying everything changed. She doesn't regret it. Um, but she didn't think people would feel like she's a different person. Um, when they, when she first came out, she could barely even say the word lesbian. Now people give her funny looks. She doesn't know how to behave. She just wants to live her life and she's not confident about her sexuality in the same way that Darcy is. Uh, Again, she says she just wants to live her life. And Darcy Mm -hmm. very cutely says, we can do that. And they kiss. And she says, you seem gay enough to me. I think it will get easier. Uh, I know. And, uh, yeah, so cute. uh... Yeah. Sweet. And I we love it easier. Them. Yeah, I know. It's so cute. I think you seem gay enough to me. It's cute. They're so I just cute. want them to grow old together. I mean, I yeah. get that they're probably like 17, but I could yeah. see them together at 70. Yeah. Um, so panic. Uh, they're eventually found. Uh, but all of her main characters find them. Uh, and then they run yeah. back. Uh, there's oh, very that- yeah. <laughs> No, very much like a like an. Uh, it felt very Breakfast Club. The run down yeah. the hallway. Yeah, uh, I love like them making fun of Ta- like Tao. Hurry up! And he's like, you know, I can't run. Um, so Nick helps Tara get her stuff Aww. ready and says, "You you going to be okay?" I, like, thanks, thanks, boy. I kissed once before. And she's, yeah, yeah, thanks, girl. I kissed once before. And mm-hmm. uh, you're going to be okay. She says, "Yeah." She says, "You?" And he says, "Yeah." Again, the show loves the like, hi, hi, like. 
bye bye like you yeah, yeah. you yeah like they love Oof. these little like very simplistic i love it i i think it's yeah, oh it totally. is rhythmic. Yeah. yeah um nick and charlie look at each other uh tau is uh next to to nick it does not look very happy l looks at tau and then the concert starts and we end on another nick face he's all smiley looking at charlie as charlie's playing the drums for the the concert and assuming yeah. assuming that we're going to i really hope we'll open up eh, we'll see if we open up in the concert it would you would imagine that after all this build that we'll actually get music but Maybe they'll just oh, skip I, over the concert. Oh, I liked how they it they kind of pretended that like the music they were playing was the intro of the show. I like that. So mm. I don't think we're gonna get more music. Well, maybe not. We'll see. But so. either way, this was a good ending to the episode. Like, not. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard because, like, I guess when you want to, when we, it, it's a lot of shows will paint. You know they want they want heroes and villains and they want like good and bad and not shades of gray and this just feels realistic in a lot of ways mm -hmm. with how things happen like no it's not going off and riding off in the sunset for Tara and for Darcy fully like there's Tara's still gonna have to navigate comments and other things and homophobia is still a thing but like this is a sweet ending considering the way that the world is and I love this message that like. You can just live your life. Um, yeah. And that's a powerful thing to know, even if you don't know what that life will look like. It's kind of profound. Well, I mean, in a way, Nick just came out again and then gets to yeah. like he had somebody who again, he comes out basically three times this episode. He comes out to uh -huh. Tara, Darcy, and then now uh, actually more oh, than that. So yeah. L as well. And then L as well. And then, uh, and then he comes out to Charlie saying he's bisexual. So yeah. he comes out a lot in this episode and then kind of just like he's... gets to sit there and be like, okay, for net, like, you know, okay. Everybody I've told has been very happy for me. So yeah. like, Okay, cool. And I love that we end on on this piece, especially I think the last two episodes have had a little bit of a sadder yeah. ending um, to, to be here. Uh, yeah. I'm a little bit worried about next episode. It is called Bully. Um, but uh, yeah, we shall see what that know. looks like in a few days. Yeah, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for it, uh, but we'll yeah. talk about it. And yeah, this is uh, it's it, look, I did hear Grace that coming out could be pretty addictive. Maybe that's Nick's thing. He's just going to oh. really like he's yeah look actually no on a serious note though um one thing i just wanted to mention with that is like i love that nick um he's had positive responses along the way in coming out and i hope that goes a long way to showing him like oh like i could keep coming out it's okay because like if a negative response comes from somebody like he still had all of these positive moments and um that is important to like how he looks at his sexuality and coming out and how other people will, will respond. So, yeah, but yeah, not, uh, well, I mean, feel, let's feel hopeful for next episode bully. I, I mean, I'm very happy for Nick in this episode to be coming out. Yes. I, uh, an advice I, I would give to, you know, uh, queer people. Um, you, yeah. I think I've said on the spot before, you never really stop coming out. You come no. out all the time. So uh, it Not, I think yeah. like Darcy's point to Tara, like it does get a little bit uh, easier. Um, but yeah, there's like, I feel like no endless amount of like coming, 
coming yeah. in. I, I feel like there was a moment yeah. today where like I came, you know, uh, I came up to someone because like not in this big, like, I need to tell you something, <laughs> like, please. Yeah. But like, you know, just like somebody like me having to be like, they're like, what's your name? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, it's Grace, you know, like, I don't know. So yeah, we'll not be the last time yeah. it comes out, uh, but we've no. seen. Get, get comfy, Nick Nelson, because you're going to yeah. make a, you can even, he maybe you can even come up with like a little spiel or something cute, like a bit to do with mm-hmm. coming out. Just keep mm-hmm. it entertained because it does get old sometimes, but it's it does get more comfortable too. I think over time. All or right, hopefully. we'll mm, we'll be back in two days time with a recap of Bully. Matt, you're on Twitter at Matt Scott GW. That's me. Mm, I'm on Twitter at High from Grace. If you're interested in anything we are doing, check us out on Twitter. I'm sure we will promote it. Um, totally. Until next time, bye bye. <laughs>